Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Hess and Michaela Johnson, and continue listening for today's episode. So in today's episode, we are announcing our giveaway that we posted the other day, and it is a $25 Starbucks gift card. <laughs> um, we just figured that that was the easiest thing, giving away a gift card. Their holiday drinks just dropped, and of course, we all love Starbucks. Yep. So um, go to our Instagram and enter, see how to enter on our Instagram, at <laughs> Save the Girls Podcast, and we're going to post the post right after we post this episode. So go and enter. Heck yeah. It, <laughs> and another thing is too, like, with the holidays coming up, like, that's a perfect gift for somebody too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can enter, you could use it, you could buy somebody, start, like, buy somebody something. So, it all works, mm-hmm. I think. Anyways. Yeah. So, go enter at Save the Girls Podcast on Instagram. Like, follow, share. <laughs> <laughs> Had to drop that in there. <laughs> but getting into today's episode... Um, it's going to be about patience and walking at God's pace and what he has for us. And like we were saying before, it's just, it can be so hard to be patient with God and to be patient with the blessings that we want. And because like I was saying before too, is that we want everything when we want it and we want it now. And especially with such a instant gratification society that we're in now, We can get everything at the snap of our fingers. We don't have to wait for many things. Like, everything is made to be more convenient, like Uber and DoorDash. Like, all of these things, it's just getting to make us more lazy and lazy, and we don't have to wait for anything. So with God, it's the complete opposite, because he's the opposite of how the world operates, obviously. And his way of doing things is taking us through a process. And to go through that process, obviously, it takes a lot of patience, and he has to teach us patience through the process. And that's one of the hardest things for me because I've never been a patient person, and I still struggle with it sometimes. I've gotten a lot better than I used to be, but I'm not very good with patience. I have ADHD, and I'm just super hyperactive, so waiting for things does not come naturally to me. So with God, I would at first when I was trying to understand how he worked and like first building the foundation of my relationship with him I would constantly question I'm like Lord why does everybody else hear you why does everybody else get their blessing and I'm just sitting here like when's my turn when am I gonna get a blessing like what's my future gonna look like because I feel like I'm just sitting here waiting And what if I never get it? Mm -hmm. And it starts to plant almost doubt in your mind, especially as a new believer. And so um, I'm just here to encourage today that God's time is not our time. And a day to us could be a thousand years to God. Or, Or a thousand years to us could be a day to God. Like he doesn't, he's outside of time. Time doesn't exist to him. He made time. So it's not even a thing for him. And for us, it's like that's how we, that's how we count our lives here. Everything mm-hmm. is on on time, on a schedule, and so when it doesn't, when we don't see how God functions align with that, it gets confusing for us, especially as new believers. So I'm just here to encourage that you will get your blessing in time, but first you have to conquer patience. 
And that's the process that I'm in right now. Yeah, and when I first started becoming, like, born, when I first became born again, I'm the type of person that, one, has trust issues, and two, I'm like, all right, I got to do it myself or it's not going to happen. So, like, if I don't have it and if I can't control it, I'm, like, freaking out. Yeah. And so that's, like, I'm, at first, like, God really had to teach me that because I'm, like, I don't know how to just sit and wait Mm -hmm. because I don't trust it's going to happen. Like, I didn't fully understand how like good and how much God really loved me at first like so it was really hard for me to wrap my head around so like me sitting there being like all right God like I don't understand this yet like please teach me patience because I feel like I'm going crazy waiting Mm -hmm. because it's like if I didn't before I was like I need to see it to believe it so I'm like if he can't just right away like be like oh this is gonna happen this time like I was like, it's never going to happen. So then it's like I almost took stuff into my own hands. And, like, just knowing, like, when I would take it into my own hands compared to when I do give it to God and trust God, two completely different stories. Like, when I sit and I'm like, all right, God, I'm going to be patient with you because I know you have such a bigger plan for my life and better plan for my life, it turns out a million times better. Yeah. But when I sit and try to do it in my own hands – I learn lessons, I do this, and sometimes God wants that to happen, because it's, and I've heard this a lot, like a lot of pastors say this, like, God's gonna not, he's gonna give you opportunities to be patient, he's not gonna be like, oh, here's patience, like, let me sprinkle it on you, like, he's gonna give you opportunities to be patient, Mm -hmm. like, he teaches us through those processes, Mm -hmm. those processes, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. he teaches us through those, Mm -hmm. and so it's like, that's what I really have to start understanding, I'm like, this whole thing is about God's timing. It's not about me at all. It's about God's timing and what God's plan is for my life. Because as much as we try to go off the plan, like God's going to take us back on the plan, his plan. But it's like we can go off and make it very hard for ourselves or we can be patient and walk forward and continue slowly walking. Well, and not only that, but if we do go off on our own, it's going to end up taking longer than if we just sat with God and walked through it with him. Like, we think that us doing it on our own is going to make it go faster, and a lot of times it delays the blessing because God, that's not what he was trying to teach you. He was trying to teach you his way, not not your own way. Mm -hmm. So when you're putting it on you, you're putting yourself in the position of God, and obviously he's not going to bless you because you're not ready. You're not mature enough Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because I think I shared maybe in the last episode or maybe it was a post um but I was reading in um James 1 and something that talks about is perseverance of faith and how the testing of your faith produces perseverance which then makes you spiritually mature because you're waiting and you're persevering through the testing period and so Hang with me while I try to explain. But the testing period is that period in between waiting, like what you want and getting your blessing. So it's that time in between that. And what God takes you through is a test. It's not easy. He, like Kayla was saying, whatever he's trying to do within you, he's testing you to teach you. He's not just going to hand it to you and be like, here. That would, company. that would be like a teacher like giving you a test before giving you any homework, giving you anything to study, and then here's the test, here's what you asked for, you're not ready, you don't know what you need for it, you're not responsible enough for it yet, but here you go. He would never do that because he, I mean, maybe in some circumstances to show you that you can't do it without the process, but he 
won't do that. He's going to take a time to prepare you and to test you and to bring you through trials. Because a lot of times we think that what we want is easier than our circumstance right now. But a lot of times it comes with a lot more responsibility. It comes with a lot more time. Just like being an entrepreneur or doing things on your own, like what I want to do, it's going to take a lot more work than I ever thought back then when I just had the dream of doing it. It takes a lot of work. A lot of times you're working more than if you were to just work a nine to five job. You're working from when you wake up to when you go to sleep. Granted, it's kind of on your own schedule, but you're still doing a lot more. So for me to do everything that I want to do, like back then when I wasn't even ready, I didn't even understand the full um, idea of what an entrepreneur would be. I would not have succeeded, you know? Mm -hmm. I even think about when, because before I really realized it, I I wanted to go to school for teaching. I got told when I was like, I want to say like 12 or 13, they were like, you should really go to school for teaching. And I was like, yeah, okay. I feel like you always got told that. Yeah, like since I've been young and I'm like, yeah, no, like no way. I don't, I was like, I don't want to do it. And it was like, God was planting these seeds in people to tell me. And I was like, eh, nah. And I denied it for a long time. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I couldn't put up with kids. But knowing what I know now is like, if I would have stepped into it back then, it would have not gone smoothly at mm-hmm. all. You know what I mean? Not back then. But when I was straight out of high school, like, just started going to school for it, it would not have worked out the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, God has to bring you through this process for you to know. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's one of those things where... Patience is one of those things, sorry I keep saying that, is one of those things that it it takes so much time to learn. Mm -hmm. It's not one of those things that like, because there's certain things you learn from God where it's like, you get it and it's just like that, but patience takes so much time to get Uh, into. So much effort. So much effort because, man. Yeah. It's so crazy too because like you were saying that, it's like a lot of times we already subconsciously know what we're supposed to do but we deny it and deny it and deny it until it's time for us to step into and it's like god just all of a sudden like open your eyes a light bulb off like Mm -hmm. it's an epiphany like oh yeah duh that's what i'm supposed to do yeah but it's almost like he doesn't allow you to have that moment until he knows that you're ready to step into it yeah it's so weird it's very strange that's just like when you um like hear those stories about people meeting their husbands and they'll be friends for like the longest time and then all of a sudden like they just look at them and god's like here's your husband but it's like it's so crazy like i know a lady at church where she explains her like her story with her husband like that where they were just friends and like they went to church together they were in choir together and then all of a sudden one day like she was praying about it or whatever and then she just started looking at him in a different way like oh this is my husband like he just she said he started to just like illuminate Mm -hmm. and like that's how she knew yeah and but if she would have when she first met him jumped into dating it wouldn't have worked out the same way Mm -hmm. so god knows yep i think about that too for examples with me like because when you're young and you're a christian like you see like for example, even like Joss and Xavier's relationship, like that relationship is very strong. It's God-centered. Like it's beautiful. I see that and I'm like, God, when is it my turn to finally get that? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I would just like skip it and be like, all right, well, I'm just going to date this guy. One, it's going to turn out terrible. Two, it's like almost like trying to work God. And three, I'm like, 
I know what God has planned for me is so much better than I can even imagine. Mm-hmm. So it's just like seeing the work that God does in Jocelyn and Xavier's relationship is amazing. Yeah. And it gives like girls hope. So it's like that's one of those things that it's like you have to have pa- patience for, yeah. you know? Like it's going to come when God knows you're ready for it because Yeah. Yeah. And I'm feeling really like compelled to talk about this too even though it's kind of off the topic of patience. Um Xavier and I, when we met, neither of us were saved. Like, we didn't start our foundations on a godly foundation. Like, I didn't even want to really be serious with him at first. Like, I was just looking... I wasn't even looking at him like that, to be honest. Like, I was just like, oh, like, he's really kind, he's sweet, but whatever. Maybe I'll go on a date with him and then that'll be it. Because I was at the point in my life where I was still hurt. I was still getting over past trauma I was just in a kind of dark place. Like, I didn't even really realize it until I was out of it. And now looking back, like, I had a slight alcohol problem. I was drinking and blacking. I wasn't really blacking out, but I was drinking to the point of being very drunk. And um, all the time, like, multiple times a week. And so looking back at that, I'm like, it's so crazy to see how God used Xavier to get me out of that. And so sometimes we think, and I think it's discouraging because when I first got saved, I was kind of discouraged. Like I even questioned if Xavier was the one for me because I was like, well, like we didn't start at a godly place. We didn't start at like a perfect place. But now I see that God used him to get me out of the place I was at. So it's different for everybody. Not everybody is just like saved and when they first meet and God can work through those people. Not all the time. Like sometimes it really is a relationship you shouldn't be in and you're not in the place to be in. But the way that he worked with me and Xavier is he used him to pull me to church. And it got to the point where I was going to church and I had told Xavier, I'm like, even if you stop going, I'm still going. Like, even if we don't work out, I'm still going to church. Like, this is where I know I'm supposed to be. And even if we don't like have future, I know that I met you for this reason. It's crazy. And then we ended up getting married, but that was like a year and a half later, two years later after we met. So it doesn't have to be perfect for God. I mean, when God fixes something, we're never perfect. Like he He picks the unperfect. But um, he can work through situations where you wouldn't ever think that he could. Mm-hmm. And that's encouraging because I always kind of had the picture of marriage in my head, but I never had a strong marriage image to look up to like oh I want that because all the marriages in my family weren't really that strong Mm -hmm. and it wasn't something where I was like if anything it scared me away from marriage I'm like oh if that's what marriage is I don't really want it but Mm -hmm. it was something that I desired to be with somebody and have like a strong bond with but I had also had a lot of toxic bad relationships and so my view of marriage was off So again, if I would have gotten married to like the person that I thought I was going to get married to that I was with for four plus years, I would have been screwed. Like if I would have jumped into that, I probably never would have been saved. I never would have went to church um, because he wasn't a believer. He was probably closer to an atheist. And I would have been rushing into something that God knew I wasn't ready for. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I would have missed out on the whole blessing of Xavier. 
And that doesn't just pertain to marriage, but anything. You could be rushing into something so prematurely. And God's just like, if you would just wait, you don't even know what I have for you a year from now, a couple years from now. Mm-hmm. And to us, we're like, oh, years? Yeah. I want it next week. I want it tomorrow. Right. But you're not ready yet. And that's mm-hmm. okay. That doesn't have to be a discouraging thing. You should make it an encouraging thing and be like, okay, I'm going to do what I have to do to get to that point so that I can get my blessing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in God's word. I'm going to pray to him. I'm going to listen to what he's saying. I'm going to journal what I feel like he's saying to me so I can look back on this and be like, okay, I'm finally ready. And now I'm certain what he wants me to do. Yeah. I even think about before I was born again I want to say because I've always believed in God but I never really had that relationship with Jesus and we've talked about this before but I remember with my ex-boyfriend that I dated for a long time we'd talk about engagement and I was like something always like stopped me right and that really even though I wasn't in tune with the Holy Spirit yet it was like the Holy Spirit being like "Mm, no yeah like this is not for you and again I was young like I just think to that and I'm like thank you Jesus Mm -hmm. because I just think about it like what if I would have, like, just been like, oh, well, we're together. Like, we're just going to be together forever. Like, you know what I mean? I like, think about that all the time. Like, what if we had kids or what if I yes. got married? I'm mm-hmm. like, my life would be so different. And granted, like, God works through anything. But I'm just grateful that I'm not tied to that toxicity. Yeah. And that God graced me to move forward and not not have that yeah because that would have made life so much harder for me yeah now I know many people that God has blessed them with children at a young age and even though that person didn't think they're ready it changed their whole life and it made them stronger yeah me I feel like that would have broke me and I think that's why he never never let me do that and it people always say like God's gonna bless you with a child when he knows like Mm -hmm. you need one and I like think about that I'm like I could have easily gotten pregnant and I could have easily because I wasn't very safe like yeah and that just shows God's grace like I knew you weren't ready yeah so like yeah it's crazy it's just the amount he works and the amount he even when you don't think he's working like he's working I know I think it's it's so crazy because like I was telling Kayla yesterday I just had a really bad day like Like I've shared in the past, there's just a lot of change that has happened in my life, like getting married and moving and new job and all of these things. And like I've shared before, it's all positive things, but it's all overwhelming. Like any change can be very overwhelming, especially so much at one time. And so I just have certain days where I'm just like overwhelmed by it all and I just break down and that's okay. And yesterday was one of those days and I was just having major, like, I don't even like calling it anxiety, but I was just very overwhelmed and crying a lot and just in a bad mental state. And I was just crying out to God and I'm like, God, please let me hear your voice today. Like, speak to me in some way because I just need that little shimmer of hope right now because right now I don't see much hope. Not in the suicidal way or anything, but just like in general, I'm just like, I need to know that this is not my end circumstance because I can't do it. Yeah. And um, not as far as marriage, more pertaining to like career and like my path and all of those things. And so um, we had prayer last night and I'm worshiping and just like worshiping God and thanking the Lord. And this lady that has prayed for me in the past just 
walks up to me in the middle of prayer. Mind you, it's like dark, so I just see something coming at me out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, God, is it you? And, uh, and Jesus. <laughs> if it's my time, just take me. No, but um, she walks. new faith. <laughs> she walks up to me, and Xavier had stayed home for prayer. He was watching it online, but he wasn't feeling well. So um, it was just me. Like I was alone in the row. And she came up to me and she just hugged me and she was like, the Lord really like compelled me to come give you this hug. And she was like, you're worrying about things that you don't need to worry about. And like, God does have his hand on you. Like, you don't have to worry. He's going to bless you. He's going to bless your marriage. Not knowing anything that I was stressing out about. Like, I was just stressed over so much yesterday and for no reason. But like I said, we all have those days. And so I was just like overwhelmed. And the fact that she came up to me, obeyed God, this is important. She obeyed God to do that because she didn't have to. She could have felt compelled and didn't do that. And she wouldn't have understood how much that would that would have meant to me because of the day that I had. So she obeyed God and came up to me and gave me that word. And she went on and like prophesied for probably like a minute or two straight, just like hugging me. And I'm just crying like happiness, like crying of happiness because I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Like knowing, she didn't know that I prayed earlier that I wanted to hear his voice or hear him speak to me that day. She didn't know anything that was going on. I haven't talked to her in probably months. Like I've seen her at church, but I haven't like talked to her. And so the fact that she did that, I was just like, I went up and thanked her. I'm like, thank you for obeying God because you have no idea the week I've had, the day I've had. And so that just goes to show like, first of all, I was worrying about things that God still has for me but he's preparing me. And um, so if I wasn't patient and I'm just like, you know, over here worrying, stressing, I might have missed out. I might have missed out. And so the fact that he like intervened and gave me that little glimmer of hope, I was like, wow, God, you're just so good. Mm -hmm. And if any of you know, like once you get that one word, you're just like, it carries you for so long. You're just like, thank you, Lord. Like Mm -hmm. one word from God is just like, worth a million words yeah it's like being on i don't want to say this but being on like be, ha, being high for the holy spirit like <laughs> we're drunk for the holy spirit like it's crazy like i know that's like a crazy like thing to say but it is true dude yeah like, it's like a different feeling no because... it is it's like that and that's cr- it's crazy to say that because that is what our souls are yearning for. And that's why people end up turning to drugs and alcohol and all of these things to try to fill these voids, to try to get that feeling. Mm-hmm. When they could just go straight to the source and get that feeling as much as they wanted, just by praying, just by getting in God's presence. Yeah. That's what we're that's what our souls are yearning for. And it makes me so sad that more people don't have that revelation because being in the presence of God is like nothing else. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be anywhere else in that moment. You just want to be able to sit in his presence literally forever. Mm-hmm. And um, so I forgot where I was going. I was going somewhere with that. Oh, obeying God. So you don't know, like if you're feeling compelled to do something, you need to do it by God. You need to obey God's word because you don't know what it could mean to that person. And you're going to be nervous, especially your first couple times doing it. You're going to be nervous. But if you step out and do it and you obey God, like you don't know how many lives you could touch. You don't know. You could be saving somebody's life just by telling them that God loves them that day or giving them a hug or even just smiling at them or buying them a Starbucks. Yeah. Like, we don't understand. To us, it might seem like 
nothing. But God knows what that person's going through and he knows what's going to help them in that moment. Yep. So if you're feeling compelled, it's so important to obey God. Yep. And the scripture I shared today was obeying God. This isn't verbatim. It's in Samuel. But obeying God or obey, sorry, obedience is better than sacrifice. Dude, that's, that's it. That's mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, I when you were talking about that, I did this class um at Faith Builders, and it was like, it's called Fire Starters, and um, what is it called? So the, like part of it is like outreach. So you go out and like you try basically like you take a minute in silence and with God. And I when I did this class, like I was pretty new. Like I was maybe like eight months into my walk. So I was pretty new and I was like, well, this is kind of intimidating. I feel like I should be further along anyways. So you do outreach where you're supposed to like wait for God to tell you who you're supposed to talk to and you're supposed to go up to somebody and you're supposed to talk to them and be like, God loves you. And basically whatever God told you to say. So I don't know. I don't remember exactly who God told me I was going to talk to, but I was like, I don't see anyone. I don't, I didn't hear what God said. Like, I don't know. And I was telling the guy who ran it, I was like, I didn't hear like who God wanted me. He was like, well, you might get it in a couple days. Like, you don't know. I'm like, all right. Like, whatever. I go this gym. I, I don't go to the gym anymore. It's called, well, it was Planet. So I went into Planet and this guy, I was waiting for my cousin. This guy just starts telling me about like his life and just starts spilling all this stuff for me to me and I'm like this is really strange like I don't get this like God what are you doing and I was like well I'm gonna pray for you and he was like okay and I was like no like let me pray for you right now and it was like if he was like thank you so much yeah and it was just like a small prayer but it was like some people just need that like some people are turned away from it they're like oh I don't want you to pray for me but some people are like they're looking for any form of hope and that's where Joss was saying like the obedience like we need to listen to God because God knows what's best for us and that's what I needed that's what I remind myself a lot I'm like God knows what's best for me he knows everything about me he knows how I'm feeling he knows everything yeah so like obedience is the biggest thing that's just like obedience and patience I feel like are two of the hardest things Mm -hmm. like not the hardest but they're very hard to learn yeah because it's like I don't know like Mm -hmm. yeah um one and for those of you who are nervous and I'm speaking to myself too but when we get nervous it's just like all of us if we look at humans the same way that God does all of us are really just trying to make it through life Mm -hmm. like we're all just trying to be happy we're all just trying to do what we have to do to survive and to live a good life Mm -hmm. and so when you get nervous to go and pray for somebody or go tell somebody something just think about that they're just like you they're just trying to get through their day they're probably struggling and the words that you have from God to tell them is going to help them get through that day in a better mood yeah and that's what I think about all the time like we're all just struggling in our own ways like not necessarily struggling But we all have our own things that we're dealing with. We all have our own trauma. We all have our own baggage. We all have these things. And the fact that we look at certain people and like, oh, I don't like them. Or, oh, this person, blah, blah, blah. And we sit there and gossip and all of these things. It's like, they're just like you. Mm -hmm. And people could look at you the same way. And if you knew they were saying those things or you knew that they thought those things about you, you would be heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, 
how all of us are created. We're just trying to get through. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people are super receptive to prayer. Very few times are they like, no. Yeah, no, A lot of times, you. even if they don't really believe in God, a lot of people want, like, like Kay said, like they want hope and yeah. they want something to make them feel better. So a lot of them are really open to it. They're clinging to it. Like I've prayed for atheists before. Really? There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of non-believers. My friends. That's true. That Pray is for true. My friends that don't believe in God and they're receptive to it. Yeah, one of my grandma's friends, he's um, he calls himself an atheist. He's old. Now I'm sorry, and that's really bad. He's in his nineties, so he's he's pretty elderly. That was bad. That, that was really bad. I said he's old. Anyways, anyways, I'm sorry. That was really bad. Um, but he calls himself an atheist. Atheist, and we go to his house the other day. <laughs> And they're singing hymns and, like, Bible songs. And he's singing along. And he's, like, enjoying it. Like, he's loving it. But he calls himself an atheist. And that's where I'm like, okay, dude. It's crazy. Our friend Katie, she has a blog. And she made this post to, like, get back to your first love. And it's like, God and Jesus is our first love. Mm -hmm. Like, we our souls know it without us even consciously thinking about it. Yeah. Like, we all were born knowing the truth. We yeah. all were born knowing that we have a creator. We all were born loving God. Mm-hmm. It's life that took that away from us. And yep. it's the devil who put things in place to steal it away from us. Yep. Not giving him that much power, but, like, that it's essentially the wear and tear of life that, that took that love from us. I, like, really think about, like, a child. Like, when a child is little, like, they don't know, like, any... They don't know anything, you know what I mean? And I really cling to the importance of how you raise your kids. Mm -hmm. Because, like... Yes, there's going to be things in this world that are going to make them question. But if you build them up as a child, knowing what their first love is and knowing who their first love is... Mm -hmm. It's completely different. And... I follow the church that I went to in California. I follow one of the pastors, and his wife passed away um, in August, so over the summer. And the way he explains Jesus to his kids is amazing to me. Yeah. Like, I really think about that because usually when people, bad things happen to people, they blame God, and they're mad at God, and they're upset with God. But he is showing them how good Jesus is. It reminded me of this scripture, so I had to pull it up because I didn't know what it was. But it's Pro- Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And it reminds me, like, even if your kids stray away, like you were saying, there's things in this world that will make them question. Yeah. Even if there's things or times where they'll stray away, most times they will come back mm-hmm. to the foundation that they were raised on. Yeah. And they will remember the seeds that you planted. And God has a way of pulling them back because of those seeds that were there. He can bring up memories. He can bring old people from, like, their old church into their lives some way. He finds ways. Yeah. And so it's so important to build that foundation for your children because then they have something to build on. Yeah. I, um, my grandma, my grandma had a very rough childhood and, um, I asked her, I'm like, grandma, like not trying to be like this, but I'm like, how don't you struggle more? Mm. And she's like, because I had an aunt who prayed. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Like, the fact that she knows that and she stands firm on that being like, I had an aunt that believed and prayed. And she knew that I was going to be destined for this. Wow. And it's just amazing to me because, like, of everything she went through. Like, mm-hmm. her dad died, I think, when she was, like, 15. Wow. And then her mom was sick, so her mom was in. She was the mom of her siblings. So she took care of siblings, and then she got moved around, and she had... um cleft palate and cleft lips so that's like a very traumatic like surgery that she had to go through as a child she had dentures since she was little so like everything she went through I was like how don't you struggle more like not like that but I was like this is amazing to me and she's like I had an aunt who prayed and she just believes it shows her foundation of who she knows it's people like that that show the love of Jesus because People all around us are like, how are you guys being at peace right now with the world so crazy? How are you guys going through that and still laughing and still having joy? Because Jesus. Mm-hmm. like, And that's what draws people is that the fruit of the spirit that we show, like the kindness, the joy, the love. Those are a lot of things that this world doesn't have to offer. Yep. And that doesn't reflect to people like people's natural instinct is to just care about themselves to be selfish and not worry about anybody else and christians and like the character of god is the total opposite of that so people are naturally very drawn to it yeah i really like the one thing i pray is a lot is i pray that i show the love of jesus like Mm -hmm. jesus's love shines through me because I want somebody to look at me, not for my own sake, but to look at me and be like, what's different about her? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I started getting around my friends in California and people at Faith Builders and people at different churches I've been to, like, I'm like, there's something different about them. You know what I mean? And you're like, you like wonder it when you first start going, you're like, why are they so nice? Like, what is so different about them? Why do they love me? Like, they just met me. And it's just like, because they have the love of Jesus in That's them. so good. And it really makes me like, I'm like, wow. Because we can be angry all day long. But I just think about too, I even with forgiveness. Because forgiveness is something that's hard to, everything's hard. Choose your heart. That's just <laughs> what just popped in my head. But yeah. like, forgiveness is something you really got to learn too. And I'm like, I always am brought back to Mary. And even Jesus. Like mm-hmm. Jesus loved us so much that he went up on that cross and just died for us. This is good. No questions asked. And he still loves us. He died for you. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't know if I would die for somebody I didn't know. Like Jesus, granted Jesus knew us before we were born, but it's like he loves us. And that's where I'm like, I pray that when somebody sees me, when somebody talks to me, like interacts with me, it's good and it's pure and it's straightly the holy spirit pouring out from me because it's not me i'm not capable of these things it's completely jesus if it wasn't for jesus i would be don't even know but like literally like that's a good point and it's on topic but off topic like how you said um anything good that comes from me is basically like god Mm -hmm. it reminds me there's this professor that goes and he's a theology professor so like the teachings of you know religion yeah and god and he is like a diehard christian and he goes to all these universities and he sits on their campus and like debates these really smart college kids on why god is real and so a lot of atheists you know go and debate him and think that they're gonna win and one of the arguments of this one girl is well why can't 
I just do something good because like that's my heart or whatever and he's like okay but how do you know what's good from bad and then she's like well because it's just blah 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 and he's like okay but there's a deeper and he says it way more smart than I'm about to say it but like he's like there's a deeper knowing in you that knows right from wrong and that is God and that is the Holy Spirit whether you like it or not like you know right from wrong because of God not just because of your own understanding because if we all had a different because I could ask you, well, what do you think is good and what do you think is bad? It's different for everyone. It could be, so it's subjective. Yeah. But when your heart knows, your heart knows, like, I know it's wrong to kill somebody. Yeah. Or like, even like something simple, like, I know it's wrong to run a stop sign. And we know it's wrong to lie at a very exactly. young age. Like, we already know these things. Mm-hmm. We already know. Yeah. And so it's like, how do we already know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Jesus. Yeah. And so, anything, and one of, I was saying all that to say, he says, anything good comes from God. Anything good comes from God because anything on this earth is not capable on its own to do good. Yeah. Because we're in a sinful, naturally sinful world. And it's honestly, like, I know I work at a Christian school, but it's crazy because the kids, because... As sad as this sounds, like, sometimes Bible, like, they need to know writing. Like, some of these kids are behind. So, Bible gets taught to them every day, but whether it's a big lesson or a small lesson, it just all depends on the time, how wild they're being. Anyways, <laughs> um, but those kids will ask. They'll be like, so when's Bible? Like, they they long for it. Yeah. They're like, they're six and seven years old, and they're like, when's Bible? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they say that, like, amazes me, because they yeah. know. Yeah. And they want it. Like, yeah. I'm like, and you guys are six. And, like, your circumstances outside of this is not always the best. Yeah. There's this guy, um, kind of going off of that, um, there's this guy who gives his testimony of going to hell, and <sighs> yeah. he it's 23 minutes in hell, And he explains how the feeling in hell is like you have absolutely no energy in your body. Like your body, you can't even, you don't even have the strength to move your body. You don't even have the strength to breathe. You're gasping for air. You feel like you're suffocating and dying all at the same time, but you you can't die because you're technically already dead. You're in hell. And um, he was just saying that it made him so grateful for every movement that he has on earth because he realizes that all of this is from God. The breath in our lungs is from God. Whether you're a believer or not, if you're here, it's the breath of God. And your movement, it's because God allows you to move and he still has you here for a purpose. And he just said that all of these little things he realizes are from the Lord that we take for granted every single day. And the only reason he realized that was because he had it taken away from him when he experienced hell. And so that just reminds me like, wow, like God doesn't have to do these things. He doesn't have to allow us to move. He doesn't have to allow us to breathe, but he still loves us. Even the people who don't believe in him, even the people who don't love him and deny him and hate him, he still chooses to put breath in their lungs and to allow them to move their body and allows them to function and he doesn't have to do that and those are all things from him like we don't even realize anything good here is from him anything yeah dude that really humbled me because I just like think how much I complain like even because let me tell you sometimes people are frustrating seven-year-olds and six-year-olds 
Very frustrating, let me tell you. Even adults are frustrating. Don't yes. get it twisted. Yes. Do not get it twisted. Everyone's very frustrating, and I'll complain about it. But I'm like, at least I have the opportunity to right. go and deal with not To deal be with frustrated. That. <laughs> to be frustrated. Literally. Literally. Because, like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, even breathing, getting up in the morning, being able to, like, do things on your own. Work out. Work out. Mm-hmm. Like, move your body. It's, like people complain about that but I, I just even think about again bringing her up but my grandma like she used to be able to do all these things and now like she cannot do anything without somebody but she's still so joyful she's still so joyful and she's just like well this is the plan yeah and I'm like man like that really humbles me because I'm like we need to be more grateful yeah it's funny because almost every day, and I tell Kayla this, but, like, I love my job, but, like, also my job is very emotionally draining, and there's just a lot of things that come with my job that are stressful, and so almost every day after work, I have to remind myself, like, I'm, because I work at a homeless shelter, a women's shelter, and I'm, like, these women probably look at me and wish that they had the job that I have, wish that they had a car, wish that they had all these things, like, I get to go home to my own place to my husband like there's so much that I have to be grateful for and they probably look at me not that I want them to envy me but I'm just saying like to humble myself they probably look at me and wish that they had everything that I had and I'm here so ungrateful for everything that I have and yeah it just humbles you in a different way and you're like okay like at least I have an income at least I have a home at least I have a car at least I'm able to be here and assist them even if they hate me some days most days um that's why I was telling Kay this story I just want to share this because it's like funny but so freaking annoying just to give you guys an idea of what I deal with some days there's this lady who she's on she's in a walker and um so anybody who has you know cane walker is impaled in some way we have to take them down the elevator so there was this whole confusing thing because I'm still pretty new at my job. So I'm still learning the ropes and the lady who's there where I could normally just ask the question wasn't there. And so I told her, well, there's certain times that I people can't bring you down like blah, blah, blah. Not knowing what I didn't know. OK, that's besides the point. I'll get to that point. And I ended up letting her go down. But just listen to this. So I was telling Kayla, I'm like, she wanted to go out to smoke a cigarette, which is fine, whatever. So I told her, she was like, what? So where am I supposed to smoke my cigarette? And I'm like, well, you would have to like go down the stairs. That's like the only way until somebody can, is available to take you down. Right. And she's like, well, guess I'm just going to smoke it in here. (laughs) Mind you, we're inside a building. There's little kids like, you cannot smoke it in here. So I'm like. I kind of just looked at her and I'm like, I really hope she's not serious, but you never know with some of these people. You never know. So I walk away for a split second, like blink of an eye. Walk back. I'm looking out the window. She has her pack of cigarettes in one hand and her lighter in the other. And she's just looking at me with no expression, just a blank face, just looking at me. And I look at her. I'm like, oh no. So I call my supervisor. I'm like, yeah, so she's about to light up a cigarette right in the room. Like, she's she's about to do it. She's looking at me, like, <laughs> tempting me. And she's like, oh, no, go deal with that. Go deal with that. She cannot. So I go by the window, and I'm like, oh, I was, like, set it through my teeth because at this point she's getting what she wants by bad behavior. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll get somebody to take you down. And she goes, 
thank you and puts her cigarettes away she was just waiting to it oh my gosh i was like i was almost heated because i'm like now she did this and she got her way and she knows and now she's gonna think that oh if i just act out they're gonna give in and oh my goodness i was so frustrated they act like children because that's what the seven-year-olds and six-year-olds do i love them but some days you're just like, really, Lord? Man. It's humbling. It's Very humbling. humbling. But you have to serve. Like, you have to serve. You just have to. He put yeah. he put us there in the positions that we're in. This isn't just for me and Kay, but for anybody listening. He has you where you are for a reason. And even some days, like, I'm like, really? I feel like everybody's made. I feel like everybody's, like, doormat. I feel like everyone hates me. But... Honestly, it's an honor to even be able to do that because God didn't have to wake me up this morning and he nope. did. God nope. didn't have to gift me with a job, but he did. Right. So there's a silver lining in everything and it's just a reminder back to the whole topic, but to be patient because he has you in the process for a reason and he is preparing you. Yeah. Process equals preparing and you will eventually get the blessing when you're ready for it and just know that when you get it, you will be fully prepared and ready for it. Yep. I completely agree, dude. Amen. Amen. I am very glad we recorded this. I know. I literally miss recording when we don't. Yeah. It's like a form of therapy. Yeah, because it just gets it all, even though you don't realize what you need to say, it just kind of starts pouring. Yeah. It's like, all right. I know. It's so good. But we love you guys so much, and we're grateful if you listened this far. Yeah, it ended up being way longer than we anticipated. (laughs) Like, oh, we're going to do a half an hour. Yeah. It's like like an hour. But, um,. Like we said, go, a reminder to go and enter the giveaway. It's a $25 gift card to Starbies. So if you want to be a part of that, go enter at Save the Girls Podcast. And if you could download this episode, go and follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, all of the things that you guys know. Um, Just follow us on social media to be updated. And we love you guys. We hope you have a good week. And if you need any prayer requests, please message our accounts either separately or the Save the Girls. Save the girls account. We would love to pray for you guys. Yeah, if you want to be anonymous to email us, which yes. our email is attached to our Instagram. Yes. So go do that. We love you guys. We love you guys.